I tell people, do not be afraid to go into a market where there's nothing there because in D.C., it's monopoly for me because guess what? I'm the only one in D.C. with jet skis, so I control the market. We're charging $120 per hour, but guess what? I can't very well charge $150 an hour because there's nobody there to compete with me. So they have to pay my price. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did really, really dope stuff and today is no difference. The, the stuff you do is cool. This is the first... You got... You're the first person I've had on the show that talks about how to make money through boats. And you're the first... Hold on. Let me, let me, just, let me just make sure I say this right. Young black guy, I know I'm about to say, go ahead and say it, baby. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, that is dope. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. You're in the boat business. Boat rental industry, baby. Boat rental industry. Yes, sir. So we have people on here talking about Turo and car rental, okay? Um, Airbnb, right? You rent that out. But now we're in the boats. But guess what? It's just like Toro and Airbnb. Same thing. Same method. It's just cooler. Got a platform. Hand over them keys. And... What's the boat rental platform? Or you do it just so, personal? So I, I, I give you this. Uh, that platform is Get My Boat. But there's several out there. But Get My Boat is one of the main ones out there. So Get My Boat. It, again, it's just like Toro, Airbnb. You put your boat on there. You start renting it out right away. So let me just let's set this up front. How many boats do you got to rent out? I have nine in a fleet. I personally own three, and six of them are my yacht club members. You have nine, you have a fleet of nine boats. Yes, sir. You own three boats. Yes, sir. Do they make any money? Of course. No less than six figures annually. And that's in where I'm at in DC, you're talking five to six months because we get that winter season. So on the East Coast, Around October, September, October, we shutting down. So we talking six months, you can make six figures easy. So three boats, so with three boats, you make six figures? This was with one. So this year- so is each boat's going to make about six figures? Yes, sir. This year is the first year that I, I launched this, this uh, Yacht Club member thing. So I've originally been running with one boat. So I, this is my fourth season. So my last three seasons, I've been running with one. Last August, I bought my 30-foot yacht in late- August for 75K. Before I even purchased the yacht, I ran it, promoted it. I sold it out, 50K, two weeks. Then I got into an accident, September 9th. So I had to shut it down. But if you I got into an accident or the boat got into an accident? I got into an accident, car accident. I almost lost my life, actually. Oh, wow. So, um, by the grace of God, I'm still here. So still that's here. why I have to keep going the way I'm going right now. Wow. Okay. But, but yeah, so uh, that Hold one on, boat. Introduce yourself because we don't even know your name <laughs> right now. You so, feel me? So, so we'll I'm, get into it. I apologize, <laughs> man, because I'll start getting ahead and like I just want to know. But go ahead. How, how do you introduce? How do you introduce yourself? Typically? You know what? To be honest with you, James, I've been practicing that because I just I'm shy. I'm I'm the boat guru, I guess. That's what they've been telling me. But mm. I'm shy. I'm from DC. And I teach and show you how to make six figures in the boat rental industry in less than six months. In guaranteed. less than six months. If you follow that blueprint, less than six months. When you say guaranteed. I guarantee you. If you follow my, and I'm, I'm going to give you a play, and I'm not, I'm not trying to jump ahead of myself, but I just, I'm just so excited. So Monday, I started, two weeks ago, Monday, I started my mentorship. 
ran through it. The way I break my mentorship down is every every week we go through three lessons that's in the course. So the first three is pretty much, you know, telling you how to get into it, blase, blase. So one of my mentees, she all the way in California. The second week, last Monday, she she called. She's like, Shad, I got my first two. I'm like, already? Like, we ain't even get into that part in the course and you already got She's like, yeah, I already got my two. So Monday, I'm like, you know what? Here's the play. I need you to go get another four. And the reason why I told her to get another four, because she can make 30K working four times out of the month and still making that 30K. I'm about to run the play. Sorry, don't be mad at me. This is normally for all of my mentees. But this is the play, Dan. I mean, David. Six jet skis, $150 per hour. That's $900 an hour. Six jet skis. Hold on, are you saying get six jet skis? If you can handle that, if your pockets can handle it. So let me back up. Jet skis. I always recommend getting the Cedu Sparks. Cedu Sparks, they're low maintenance. Cedu Sparks, they're low maintenance and they're basic jet skis. Not only that, it doesn't require a lot of maintenance with these things. How do you spell Cedu Sparks? S E A D O O. And then Spark. S P A R. Cedu Spark, okay. C S E A, space, do, like doo doo. Yes, sir. D O O, and then space, spark. Yes, sir. C Do Spark. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. So these are your base model seat, um, hard. jet skis, right? And it's $5,500. $5,500. Well, that's before taxes. I would think taxes. a jet ski would be a lot more expensive. That, this is, again, this is a base model, but these are good to start off with, especially if you don't really have the capital to, to purchase the big boy stuff. Mm-hmm. All right? So with these, the good thing about the Cedar Sparks is they have the inlet cooling, right? Meaning they, they get cooled by antifreeze, just like a car. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a Yamaha, it get cooled by the water in the lake. So if you're like down in, in Miami or somewhere where it has salt water, that water that's getting into that jet ski, if you forget to flush it out after each use, it begins to start breaking down that jet ski. So mm. that's why I really... So you mean maintenance with the jet ski? Yes, sir. If you're in the salt water, always flush. Boat or jet skis, always flush your engines out after each use because it starts to eat at it mm. if you don't, right? So with the Cedar Sparks, again, it has the antifreeze, so that's how it's cool. It doesn't come through through the, um, the lake or whatever body of water that you're yeah. in. And then again, like you said, they're only a couple thousand dollars, right? So what I told Danielle was, I said, look, you already got two. Run this play. Here's two financial institutions. Go get you another four, and let's run it. So again, she's still working. She's in the nursing field. So I said, look, you can, you can do this once. Just once. A week, and you'll make 30K a month. This is how you do it. You have six jet skis, run them out 150 per hour. You're working eight hours on Saturday. If you want to get up Saturday on Sunday. All right, Saturday and Sunday, we sell out. So those that's why I say Saturday or Sunday. Up there, she it's, it's sunny all day long, right? Mm-hmm. 150. Where she live? She's in California. She's yeah. in LA. Okay. So 150 per hour, six, to, six times, that's 900. You do that eight times, that's 7,200 a day. Mm. You do that four times a month, that's 28 and some change. Mm. I'm sorry, my, all, to all my mentees, I'm sorry. That's a play. So again, play. this is just you. I got a question. Yes, sir. I buy a jet ski. I live in Atlanta. Where do I put it? So speaking of that, I'm, I'm here in Atlanta actually doing some market research. Mm-hmm. I sent one of my guys down here last week, Alatuni, something like that. Lake close by. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. he 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 went over there to check it out, and he told me that's 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 a spot because Lake Lanier got all the dead bodies and and everything else that I've been. I don't I've know been. why Lake Lanier <laughs> be killing people. That's crazy. So, but but 
to answer your question, you don't have to live where your equipment is at. That's one of the, the, the main things that I teach and tell people because they think I have to live where my boat or my jet skis are at. I have, again, six mentees or yacht club members who have their boats in D.C. A couple of them live here. One live in North Carolina. He lives in Florida. So they're they from all over. So you don't necessarily have to be here. If you wanted to put some down in Miami, run a play. I have a boat all the way in Mexico. I'm not really? there. But I have the systems in place to see everything that's going on. And the good thing about, and this is why I'm teaching my mentees, let's go international because over there, they're making three, $400 a month. Whereas I'm paying them $50 an hour, which means what? They want to work and make sure that boat goes out so they can make this money. That's a fact. Right? Yo, that mic is not too low, you don't think? A little bit. Here, let me bring, let me bring it up a little bit because uh, I'm really... All right, cool. All right, just tighten that. Bow, bow. All right, cool. All right, perfect, perfect. All right, so, okay, still, you got to answer my question now. I go buy a boat right now. I go buy a jet ski right now. What do I do with it? You honestly, you're gonna have to do your market research. What I did when I was looking internationally, I was just searching for companies in because you have yacht club or yacht companies that manage your boats for you. So there are companies that manage yes, yachts sir. and boats. Yes, sir. Got it. So there are companies that manage yachts and boats. Yes, sir. What do they want? A percentage of the now, rental. Of the rental. So, so there's no storage fee, nothing. So the way I have mine set up, and I can't speak for other companies because I don't know how they have their set up, but the way I have my yacht club set up, the client, they, they provide the boat. We take care of everything. That's the maintenance. That's the slip fees where you dock the boat at. Uh, that's fuel. That's daily operation. All they're doing is sitting back and taking a, a, a check every month. I'm not going to put out the percentage, but we Why have not? I need the percentage, bro. They're going to be pissed off at me, Chance. Who? My my clients, I got six of them. So they don't, they what? Don't, all Listen, right, so you got six clients. There's a hundred thousand people who's gonna watch because if you want to get in the game. All right, I so no, so we do a sixty forty split. All my right. company takes six, but sixty because again we're doing everything. Mm -hmm. They don't have to do anything. All they had to do was provide the boat. So I get a five thousand dollar boat, or let's just say uh, not boat, but jet ski. No, so. you can't get a five thousand dollar boat. You can get a five thousand dollar boat for five thousand. You can get a five thousand dollar used bow rider. Now, bow rider, and I, and I teach this. How you spell that? B-O-W-R-I-D-E-R. B-O-W-R-I-D-E-R. R-I-D-E-R. Oh, bow rider. Yes. Okay. You got a DC accent. <laughs> <laughs> so with the bow riders, okay. uh, Shannon, it's just like, like I said, with the Airbnb and Toro. Those are the boats that you usually uh, let customers take out by themselves because believe it or not, there's a lot of people that already know how to operate a boat. So you don't have to provide a captain to take them out. So you simply get a bow mm. rider that's, and I always say go 20 feet and under because a lot of people say, yeah, I know how to drive a boat. And then they get out there, they crash and they don't know how to dock. So I say always stay under 20 feet and under. That Normally with that 20 footer, you can fit about 10 people. That's a decent size mm. uh, party to, to, to take out. So uh, with that type of boat, Again, you just hand over the keys and let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. So in DC, for those for those boats, it's a thousand dollars for three hours. My boats that we we charter, meaning I provide a captain for it, we charge twelve hundred for three hours. Mm. In Mexico, it's twenty four hundred for three hours. Oh wow! So um, I know you. I know you like to see numbers. You like to see the numbers. <laughs> and, and I was showing T this earlier. Um, by the way, like I told you all, this, you can do this passively. You don't have to be there. I'm here in Atlanta for the conference all weekend, right? So this is tomorrow, June 
19th, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, my first boat goes out at 9 to 3. That's six hours. So somebody already booked three hours. This is my calendar for tomorrow. Gotcha. So this is this is six hours. 9 to 3. Yeah, 9 to 3. Yep. Then I have skis going out from 11.30 to 12.30. Now, this is just right now. This is going to fill up. We, we open at 9 tomorrow, 9 times to 10 tonight or something. I can imagine, because I've never even booked ahead of time. I yeah. just go up and be like, yo, y'all got something? They're like, well, give me about an hour. Yeah, so we, we we actually take only reservations. You you can't just walk in two hours. So then at 2 o'clock, we have... All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I have another one for three hours. Mm. Then at five o'clock, we have another one for three hours. And these are boat rentals. These are boat rentals. So if you look... Bentley Pontoon. Bentley Pontoon. I see. That's the same boat. Bentley Pontoon. No, these are or two. Different so boats. if you look, that's the Ruby. That's the, so we name our boats. Mm-hmm. So that's Ruby who's going out for six hours. Then we have Geneva going out for six hours. Then we have Illustrious going out for six hours. I'm sorry, for three hours. And then we have Bentley Geneva. With a captain. Yes. And then we have Geneva going back out for another three hours. Wow. And same thing on Sunday. But Sunday, we cut it off because we're doing something special for the fathers. We're doing a cigar and whiskey cruise for the fathers. But peep this. It's a whole play. We can scale it, right? Special events. So again, we charge $1,200 for three hours. On Sunday, we're doing from 6 to 7.30, an hour and a half, $75 per head. We can put 12 people in the boat. Mm. So mm. we just made that in an hour and a half. Mm. Okay. And for the longest, you only had one boat. Yeah, so my first, my, my year one, two, and three, I only had the, the Bentley Pontoon. But with that being said, I made a mistake. I bought this boat for 75K. But we got back up, Shannon. I got to tell them how I got into it. Because I know. No, was... Come on, let me do my job. I'm trying to understand this part. Then we'll go back. So my first year one, two, and three, only the Bentley Pontoon. And then I got tired of seeing everybody else with the, with the yacht. I wanted the yacht. And strictly, I just how wanted. How long is the Bentley yacht? 
The Bentley Ponto is 24 feet. You can fit up to 16 feet. people in there. Okay. But legally, as a boat rental company, U.S. Coast Guard max it at 12. Okay. So although the boat says 16, we're going to be 12. Okay. So again, with the yachts, 30-foot yacht, I got tired of people, you know, with the yachts. I'm like, I got to get a yacht, man. Mm-hmm. So I found my yacht, 75K. And again, I sold it out before I even picked it up. Before I even said, all right, I want it, I had already made the 50K on it. What because, do you mean? So I promoted. I, that, that was a boat. I wanted it. I said, cool. We're about to run a play. If you go on my Instagram, you'll see. I, I, I promoted two weeks early. I said, this is what we're about to have into the fleet. Here's, here's a discount. I think it was $1,000 instead of the twelve. dollars Here's a discount. Go ahead and book it now. And it went like that. Dang. So our boats go out. The ones that we try to go out two to three times a day. Mm. Two to three times a day. <laughs> two to three times a day. Dang, this is crazy. how we make the six figures, right? My first year, I made the mistake. I, I got this Bentley Pontoon for 75K because I didn't initially do this to, to run a business. It was for my, my kids and I. I own a trucking company. I was working so much. I promised them the, the summer is there. So, oh, so you just bought a, a boat just so you... Yeah, well, so I always, I always owned a boat. My first boat was a, a 1986 uh, Bayline and Bow Rider. Mm-hmm. So... That's like a ski boat. You speeding up and down the road. I mean, the, the water. Right. So I got this pontoon because I don't know why. Hold on, yo. I, come on, help me help me out, Joe. We didn't see. We need to get some. We need to upgrade equipment. <laughs> Are we ghetto right now? There we go. Should be all right. Okay. So I got the the pontoon again to spend more time with the kids. Yeah. Um, and the way I got into it. I was out, docked on the side, grabbing something to eat. A guy ran up to me. He's like, excuse me, sir, do you rent out of your, your boat? And I'm like, nah. And then at this point, I was just coming out of the streets. All right. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get back to the backstory. <laughs> I was just coming out of the streets. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't rent my boat. Basically, get away from me. Then I, oh, maybe this is God telling me to go ahead and switch this up. So I, I hopped off the boat. I run. I'm, sir, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I actually run it out. What are you trying to do? He's like, man, I just want to take my kids and my wife out tomorrow. So I'm thinking a guy just talking. So the next, de- the next day, same thing. We out. We're cruising around. I get the phone call. He's like, yeah, bro, I'm here. Uh, we're, we're at the same place that I met you at. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I drop the kids off. I hurry up back over there. I get there. He's like, how much? And I'm, I just froze. I'm like, 400 because at the time, my, my payment was like 367 397 So I'm like, in my head, I was like, if I can just make this 400 that pays for my boat, and it's free. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, bet. This worked. I got it. So I was like, all right, I'm about to do this once a month. I'm about to rent my boat out once a month for four hours. In the boat rental industry, just to pay for it. a half day is four hours. A full day is eight hours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to do this once a month, and it's the, I'm going to have a free boat. So, you know, I also come from the club industry. So I just put two and two together. I said, you know what? I need to print up some flyers. I'm about to hit the hottest clubs and I'm about to tag every car. We're about to switch it up. People get tired of going to the club. People get tired of going to brunch. We're about to bring it to the water. So my once a month turned into once a week. Once a week turned into once, twice, and three times a day now. Here's a play. Last year. Hold on real quick. (laughs) You had a trucking company. And you was in the streets at the, t- at the same time? Peep this. I was in the military. A military police officer. And <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> with a master's degree in criminal justice. <laughs> in the streets. 
I, I, I was this determined when wow. I got out of the military, I wasn't going back to working for anybody. Mm. So all I knew, I, I went back to what I knew, which was the streets. So where are you from? I'm from where D.C. You, you're from D.C. I'm Born from and raised DC. out there. I'm from D.C. So what did you want to do when you was a kid? All I ever wanted to do was be a cop. And then my mom, um, we had moved down to uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky for a few months. And my aunt's husband was in the Army. And so I started looking up to him and I was like, man, I want to be in the, in the military too. And he told me, well, you can do both. Mm -hmm. And so that was always my dream and my vision. And then my family members, they, a few of them were in the military too. So I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I actually did. I had a full ride to uh, Morgan State University. For what? For, I was in ROTC. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. I, I scratched that. I was like, I'm trying to get out of mom's house. So I went straight into the, to the army. I did six years in the army. And then 2014 was like, got to go. So hold on. What kind of drugs were you selling? I was selling Coke and PCP. And DC is really? water. Before you went into the military? No, no. This was while I was in the military. My, my, my sixth year, I, I started dealing drugs. I was I was in the in the club industry with a warrant officer who entered well, he didn't introduce me to the drugs, but he was basically trying to get some stuff off and ask me if I knew anyone. And of course, me being from DC. Another military officer? Yes, an officer. What y'all be doing over there? I thought y'all was supposed to be protected and serving. Hey, if, if you ain't know, that's how, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lucas. That's how he used to get like his drugs. Lucas. Actually, yeah, where, right. where I was stationed at, Fort, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, that's actually how they were getting the drugs back. Hey, how'd you get introduced? Like, you didn't. Thinking like, yo, I'm an officer, or you thinking, yo, I'm a little bit above the law, so I'm good. No, nah, it wasn't even that. It was just, again, I've always been a boss from, from, from day one. Like, when I was younger, I've always been out there cutting grass, mm -hmm. doing whatever I can do to make money. So, you know, being in the military, making fourteen, fifteen hundred every two weeks wasn't doing it for me. Right. So when he presented the opportunity, hey, you just need to take this to the crib, make a quick five, six hundred. At that time, it was a lot of money to me. Mm. A private in the Army not making anything. That was a lot of money. Yeah. Just to drive up four hours. I had already, I was a middleman, but I had already had it sold before I even got there. Mm. So once I started saving up money, I pretty much cut him off and started doing my own. I took my income tax check. I had 7000 on my, in and I actually, I, I, I got burnt. I took my income tax check. It was 7000 I ran up to New York. I, I, I didn't even know these people. My ex at the time, she introduced me to somebody. And they like, yeah, we we get you like I think it was like a quarter a quarter key at the time for seven k. Dude came in, he he showed me a little piece of the rock. I'm like, cool, that's that's golden. Let's let's run it. So he comes back in and it's sealed. And of course, I'm not about to bust it open because I'm on a greyhound, so I ain't wanted to be smelled by the dog on my way back. So I get all the way back to D.C., get to my grandmother's crib, bust it open. It's Dove soap. Seven k, my only seven k. So I had to go back to the bottom. I had to go get an, another little three and a half and start back from the bottom. <laughs> Dang. That's but crazy. with that being said, uh, David. Did you use I, the soap, though? I don't know what I did. No, oh, actually, you, you, know, you know what I did? Like, no, right, I didn't. Bro, I, get... <laughs> I was so hot. I don't know why that would be the question. Like, did you use the soap? No, nah, I, I was so hot. I hopped in my damn truck and I flew back to, damn to, to New York to try to kill us. Yeah. Like I was I was on a whole mission. Like when we I took a couple of my, my, my family members, we went up there and we scoped out the dude and come to find out was the wrong dude though. Yeah, he looked just like it. We don't flatten the dude tires so he wouldn't be able to go anywhere, ran up on him and it was the wrong dude. 
But with that being said, that life is no longer here. That's good, back in, in 2014, 2015. I can now say Shad is, is loving his lifestyle now. I don't have to worry about the police kicking in my door. I don't have to worry about nobody running up on me trying to rob me. Yeah. So did I left ever, that life alone. Were you, did you ever do it like big? Were you like a big time drug dealer? I'm not going to say big time, but I was coming through with keys. I wasn't doing no, no little stuff. I was coming through with keys. When I was getting the PCP, I had the best PCP in D.C. Oh, wow. I think I, I did enough. I was a rapper back then. I did enough to have a little street cred and to be able to rap about my exploits. But, but I, I really sold enough weed to eat. Oh, I, I, I did my thing <laughs> in weed, too. I got burnt in, in the weed game, too. Same really? thing. An officer introduced me to some cats out in uh, Denver and Colorado. We went out there. <laughs> and uh, I think I had like 10K on me at the time. And uh, he told me, he was like, look, we about to go out here. We about to meet these dudes. When we got out there, the weed was still wet. We was getting, I don't know, I think I was getting like four or five pounds. And it was still wet. But I was a bit impatient because that was my... That was my income. So I'm like, nah, let's just, let's keep looking. We in Colorado. So uh, somehow he he hooked up with this guy and uh, we met the guy at the, at the uh, gas station. And at that time I had runners. I had like six runners. And um, I sent my guy out with the money and he come back and the dude just peeled off. I'm like, that don't look right. Like, dude, not about to just peel up out of here like that. You just making it obvious if the police were looking at it. You making it obvious. So... As soon as we open the damn bag, it's probably like four or five stems. And at the bottom, is nothing but rocks. Mm. But this dude was stupid. He did it right in his neighborhood. So the officer that I was dealing with at the time, he was into IT. Oh, wow. So within the, the first hour or so, we had found the dude's address. And again, we started scoping it out. And um, I, me and, and a couple of my other family members, we followed the dude's wife. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to touch his wife. We ain't about to do that. So, yeah, we go back. And then the dude come out, but he got the kids. It's, it's school time, so I'm like, follow him. So we follow this dude. He went. I still remember to this day. He went. He went and picked up another kid. Then he went to the school. He dropped them all. He dropped one off. Went to another school. Dropped another one off. And we just followed him. We get back to the house. And again, I'm, I'm in the military, so I know about staging and 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 kicking indoors or whatever. So that's how we set it up. I had met some guys out there that was actually in the military. And, um, you know, we stacked up on his house. We sent the chick in there with our clothes off. We like, you need to go to the door, start crying, and ask to use the phone. And as soon as he opened that door, move out of the way. So we did that. She goes to the door crying. He opened the door, and we like, move out of the way. But he hurried up and backed out, and then he started shooting. So I was like, you know what, man? This 10K ain't worth it. Let's go. <laughs> I know it's what, a lot, man. What happened to the girl? Honestly, I don't even know. She good though. Ain't nothing happened to her. But I, that my focus was getting getting my bread back. Right. So it was just like move out of the way, and that's that. All right. So <laughs> right, so I didn't get my bread back. So we ended up leaving. I'm like, yeah, forget that, it. Yo, you just you're in the wrong industry, bro. Yeah. So I'm like, that's, let's go. Mean? So what really. The reason why I really stopped with the whole drug thing is because everything around me, or all of my runners, they started getting locked up. So I was like, man, this is God talking to me. Everybody around you is getting locked up. You wasn't good at a drug dealer, bro. I was a, I was a great drug dealer. Nah, but you... you know, I was just making... I was... I was <laughs> so look, I'm a genuine dude, right? And, 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 and I'm told all the time that 
you can't expect you out of you know out of everyone, right? right? right sure. And so that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm making genuine connections when all along they already setting up a play, yeah. right? But again, everybody around me was getting locked up. When I was I was selling pills, also, right? I had this one white guy. He always came from Kentucky. He always had a one trailer with a broke down car on it. So I just happened to be like, bro, why the hell do you keep coming here with a broke car on the back of your 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 truck? And he told me about the trucking. That's how I got into the trucking. Oh wow! So got into the trucking, started that for three From years. A yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. He put me on a play. So you I my took... friend are a student though. I can't say that. <laughs> I don't think you're the best drug dealer, but you're a good student. I'm a great <laughs> drug dealer. <laughs> I was a great drug dealer. You would have never known Shaw was coming now. Look. I was arguing about how good of a drug dealer but you were. Pete Dishan. <laughs> I had a canine too. I had a canine dog. <laughs> I had a canine canine dog. I went out and I bought a retired police truck. And that's how I used to go and pick up my drugs from New York. I would bring my dog with me, and I would ride up to New York. Oh, to make sure it was with, real. With, and you know, on the police trucks, it says, Caution Canine. So <laughs> I'm riding up the road, picking up my package, and going back home. That was that was like my, what do you call it, um, disguise. That was my disguise to get in and out. Uh, yeah, that was a good move. That was a good drug It was a great move. move. I like that. All right, so you, you get into trucking. Got into trucking. Um, did well with that. And my third year, and I landed a contract with Mercedes. So oh. now, so are you, so you, you leave all this stuff alone. You just do drug. I mean, you just do trucking. I took my last re-up money and I bought my truck. How much was it? Your first truck. My deposit was was five thousand dollars. Okay. So I put that last five k down. That I was about to go back to New York and flip. Put that five k down. I got a two thousand and five uh, Ford F three fifty. I got my girl at the time to finance my trailer. And I just ran a play, Central Dispatch. So that's a lot of y'all that's getting into the trucking. If you're into the 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 um auto, the auto side, uh, trans- transporting vehicles, Central Dispatch is a load board for you to go into free game. And that's what that's what I was using for my first three years. I would go on Central Dispatch and get my vehicles. And then um I had landed a gig with with a company where um, they were moving the ProMaster vans, the ones that Amazon have. Mm-hmm. So they were moving those. And um, I don't know, I, I thought I befriended somebody. She was she was a dispatcher. So she would call me, Shaw, we got, we got this about to come in off the ship because we were mo- only moving vehicles straight off of the ship from um, Germany. And she would call me like, Shaw, I got this, this load about to come in. And I would, you know, take the lady lunch and give her a couple of dollars here and there, just looking out, man, who Shaw is. So um, she ended up meeting a dude and she just cut me off. And at the time, I only had that one truck. Mm-hmm. And with this particular company that I was uh, subbing with, it was basically a lot of truckers were getting the loads and not moving them. They were basically getting them and letting the truck sit. Mm-hmm. So they stopped it. So she snitched on me and said that, hey, he only got one truck. He doesn't have five trucks. That's how I was doing it. Damn. But the way I was doing it was I would take five loads and leave them outside of the gate because they were closed at 10 o'clock. So I would leave them outside of the gate and just run my rotation. So she started hating. She started to see the amount of money I was coming in. Then her, her little boyfriend, he couldn't get the load. So she she called up the manager like, yo, he don't have five trucks. So they called me like, hey, we just got a call saying that you don't have five trucks. You can't do that. You know, this is a warning. And of course, I'm not listening to him. I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. I do go back to it. They called me and say, hey, we told you to stop. You're going to have to cut it off. So I'm furious. I'm pissed off. I call up to the, the uh, GM. I'm like, bro, like, 
you asked me to do this because my company moves like this. You know, we not sleeping at night. We, I was at that time only sleeping like 20, I mean, two hours a, a day, literally. I was working. My neighbor and I, we were grinding for like 20 hours a day. So, you know, I hit him like, yo, you, you only brought me over here because of what we do and how we've been getting it done. So he's like, all right, man, just don't, don't worry about it. Let me, um, let me try to make some phone calls and, and I'll get back with you. I ain't hear nothing for a week. So at this point, you know, I'm pissed off. My money running low. And I finally get that call. He's like, listen, I got a Mercedes uh, contract coming in. Do you want it? I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, but the only thing is it's not going to happen to 30 days. So I started getting depressed. I stopped talking to everybody. I just, I started going downhill. A week later, he called me like, hey, remember that month deal that I told you it was going to yeah. take? Can you start it on Monday? Let's go. Say Let's less. run it. Say less. So 300, 300 something sprinter vans, we would get those moved in a matter of like four days with one truck. And then I would have, I, I started. What truck you had? What? This is a, a pickup truck. All of my trucks are pickup trucks. We don't have 18 wheelers. These so are, you're moving sprinter vans. How? Yes. We put two on a, on a, on a uh, carrier. So two. Hold on, you said a pickup truck? Yes. With the, a, it's called a wedge trailer. Okay. You put it on a wedge trailer, you hook it up. It's a gooseneck trailer. So you put it in the back of the bed. You hook it up on the back of the bed. Hmm. So it's not like on a tail. You hook it up in the back of the bed. We could fit two on a truck. But well, then... I'm thinking you was talking about trucking like 18 wheelers. No, no, no. Nope. You are a hustler, bro. I am. Are you a great entrepreneur or just a bad judge of character? No, I'm a great entrepreneur. I, like I said, I've been doing this from, from here. Like my, my family will tell you like Rashad is a hustler. He's a straight Jamaican. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. I, I, I do commend you, like, because you you just have that attitude, like, I'm just going to get it. If I see an opportunity, I'm going after it. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. And that's why I had to get out of the military because it was holding me back. I mm. missed my, my shuttle service. I, I had a shuttle service too. But <laughs> my shuttle service, that got cut because I hired my uncle to drive and he crashed my, my, my shuttle service. So that was... What was the shuttle? like? So yeah. we, had a, we had a contract with... Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Chimes custodial, mm. but they hire uh, disabled people to do janitorial and in corporate offices. So uh, at the time, again, I was stationed at Fort Bragg, which was my first business at 18, actually. Um, they would go from off base to on base and they couldn't get on unless they were in a vehicle. So I bought a, I went and used my credit and I got a 12 passenger van and we would go up every day and pick up these people to take them on, on post. I was charging $50 a week to take these people. And I think at the time we had like 50, 50 clients. And then I got connected with Roke, uh, Voke Rehab where they placed the disabled and they started sending me people. So right. that's how my shuttle service, it was booming. Then I got a contract with the local, um, the local um, airline, I mean the local hotel. So this is a whole play. If you're looking to get into the shuttle service, when these, when these pilots, they fly in, the, the flight crew, they need somewhere to stay. Right. 
Right. Not all hotels have shuttle services. So I went out and I made contact with them and I got a contract to take the crews, the crew from the airport to the hotel, pick them up when they land, take them back first thing in the morning. And we did that. So we were running those two plays. Wow. I guess there are some um, some hotels that don't have shuttle services. And I was, and I was wondering... Are they doing that intentionally or they just don't have nobody to do it? No, nah, some some of them really, they just don't. Like for that one, they didn't have it in their budget to buy it, which it didn't make sense to me because you were paying me, I think they were paying me 1200 every two weeks to do this. So if you do that over the year, that's enough for you to go and buy a 12-passenger van. That's a fact. So, I mean, and, and to be honest, some of them, they just don't even want to deal with the headache. That's a whole nother person they have to hire. That's another maintenance that they have to take care of. Some of them just don't even want to deal with it in its entirety. Gotcha. Yo, so you, like, what I'm, what I'm gathering is you're probably like me, where you see an opportunity, you're going to go at it, which is a gift. But with every gift comes a curse, right? Like that that entrepreneurial spirit. My, my, you know what I mean? My, do you, do, does it ever... Does it ever backfire on you in terms of not giving something long enough time to grow? Yeah, and that's right? that's what I was about to say. The only the only flip side and bad side, and this is kind of why I started teaching the boat rental industry thing, because every business that I've had, I've taught myself. I've never had a mentor to teach me. So I've learned by mistakes. The the trucking, I got fined ten thousand dollars because I didn't know how to properly structure the company. I didn't know about having CDL drivers on, you know, the random uh, urinalysis. I didn't know you had to have log books set up a certain way. Right. So I was learning from those mistakes into the the, the the boating thing. It was just little tiny mistakes that I was making that I didn't know anything about. So I had to teach myself. So that's the only thing I'll say. I, I had to learn yeah. by teaching myself. That's the only For sure. downside. But once I learned it, it was my truck company. It, it does its thing. I probably... Show face every. So you still got the truck company. Yeah, right truck in? company is booming. Oh. Mercedes, Mercedes, and they're they're in Baltimore and they're in South Carolina oh. at the plants. So you got truck, you got trucks on the road. Trucking, and I forgot all about all about government contract. I do a lot, man. Government contracting. I teach. I'm no longer teaching that, but I used to teach the government contracting, but. I want to stay in my lane. I think I'm the only one in my lane with the boat thing. So normally the way I had it set up is I'll teach the government contracting for four months. I'll teach the boating for four months and then I'll teach the trucking for four months. I was going to put all that in the course. That doesn't backfire branding wise, bro. Well, that's why I said I'm going to stick to just the, the boat play. So you know what? Here's the thing. I think I think we can help each other. Okay. You help me get in the boats, right? And I can help you brand. Let's do it. Because I think... One, it's just an ill, it's an ill lane, right? It's sexy. Cause now I really want a boat. But you, you don't know? have to get the boat though. We ran a play with the jet ski showing you how to make 30K and you only you're not working. And see, this is what I tell my mentees. You don't have to go out there and work. There's always and, and the cities that we're setting up in now in Texas, I'm not gonna say the cities, but we setting up in two different cities in Texas right now. I'm flying out there next week and then the following week. Mm-hmm. You're in a city that has college students. You're right. in a city that has high school students. Right. So if you want, you can pay these people minimum wage. Right. You're making $150 off of one jet ski. If you pay somebody $20, that's great money in D.C. If you pay them $20 an hour, that's great money. 
but you're making nine hundred dollars an hour. But I, here's the thing: I want a boat, not even for the money. And this is like something I would want to invest in your program for. I want to get a boat just so I have a like how you did it for your family. I want to do that. I just don't know where to put the boat. Like I would love to have a boat in Mexico where I just buy the boat and put it in Mexico anytime me and my family want to go. I can't stress it enough. And if I'm not if I'm not there, then I'll rent it out somehow. International waters is where it's at because you got to think. Us here from the U.S. when we want to go on vacation, where do we go? Into the Caribbean, right? To I don't know. We, yeah. We're going. We're going overseas to to go in in, in vacation, right? Right. So having it in Cancun, that's a popular. Who vacation. owns the water though, bro? Like who says you who can and can't put a boat in in that particular body of water? That's why I bought it from there, and I found a company there that managed yachts. Here's my question. Let's say, for instance, where's your boat at in Mexico? Where at? Cancun. So it's in Cancun, right? And you see these docks, but the nobody owns the water. So if I want to take my boat and bring it over there, right? Well, we can't can say no. Can I do that? You can do that, but U.S. Coast Guard oversees that. Okay. So it is owned by the government. So, and I'm going to give you an oh, okay. example. So in okay. D.C., you can smoke weed. It's, it's legal. But on the water, you can't because it's feds. It's Coast Guard. Oh. It's federal. So same thing over there. It's controlled by the Coast Guard. Hmm. Okay. But you just... So the first thing into this whole business is doing market research. In your market research, you're figuring out what city... Excuse me. What city you can even put these boats in. Okay. All right. And within... Let me ask you. A part of your, like, your training... Do you have like a list, like a master list or something? Or? So in the course, it walks you through everything that you need to, to get started from A to Z. So you're looking at what city you need to be in, what documentation you need to have. So for example, in, in D.C., there's no rules or regulations governed around boat rental, right? Because it's not known there. In D.C., there's no rules and regulations. Written around boat rental. So I can put my boat anywhere I want. You can put it there. However, in D.C., you have to have a boat. Well, this is everywhere. If you operate a boat, you have to have a boat safety certificate. It's a three to four hour course mm-hmm. online teaching you how to navigate on the water and the rules and regulations, just like we do with the before we get a license. Oh, okay. You know, you have a house, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, like some of these like major houses, like big houses, they'll have like the water in the back and there's like a little dock. They can buy a boat and they can just go as far as they want. And just come back home. That's my dream home. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives 
haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Right there. I guess they had a, the, the dock right out back. But yes, that dock belongs to you, but that water doesn't. And you can go wherever. As long as your boat can can navigate through the water, you can go wherever. But is there some people you got to clear it with before you get no. on the water? The only time you're clear is when you got to go under a bridge and you need to have the bridge lifted okay. because your, your, your boat is too big. But you can go wherever. Unless, unless you're not properly licensed. Let me say that. If you're not licensed to go out into the ocean, then no, you can't be out there as commercial. You can do whatever you want as recreational. Yeah. You don't have to have any okay. licenses for that besides the boat safety certificate. But I don't think anyone who doesn't know how to properly navigate in the, in the ocean will be out in the right, ocean. Right, 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 for sure. This is a play. A whole play. And I want... Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, just... just my question today, and we'll get into like the money behind it. But I buy a boat today. I live in Atlanta, and I want to have a boat in Miami. I wouldn't go to Miami. Why not? Miami, you already got five, six hundred boats there. But I want my boat. All right. Do you want your boat for you, or do you want your boat to make money? First, first part. If I want a boat for me. Can I just put my boat out in Miami yeah. and dock it and pay a dock fee? You just need to find a marina that that has space and pay your monthly or annual fee. How much are those typically? Um, between ten to twenty to forty dollars per foot. So it goes off the, the per footage. what though month or year or some some marinas are different. So if you if you have an annual in DC, I'm gonna speak. If you have an annual contract. They allow you to do two payments. If mm -hmm. you're only there for the season, which is uh, April through September, October, then you have to pay everything up front. That's crazy because you can't after the boat's there. That joint's there. Like it's, it's there. Like, but you okay. don't. You don't have to keep your boat on the water though. Right. So if you only again like like I said with the jet skis, if you only plan on operating once a week, then you can very well keep it at the crib mm -hmm. or at the the public storage lot. You can gotcha. pay. I know in DC it's like seventy five dollars. And um, a month. Okay. But all of ours on the water because they go out every day. Right. But if you're only looking to go out, and this, this is another play too. I don't rec well, I'm not going to say I don't recommend it. I'm not comfortable with doing it. But you can also, um, again, just like Toro, you can allow people to pick up your jet skis or your boat and take it out for the day and right. then bring it back. We get at sure. least five to 10 calls a day asking if they can come pick the jet ski up and take it out and bring it back. Mm. I'm not comfortable with doing it because... It's not like a car where you can put three or four um, trackers in there and you know where it's at and you can shut it down. I, it's just not enough space in a right, boat to do right. that. But it's it's a market for it. All right, so I get a boat today. First off, Hank, you got a boat in your back. You got a, You can get a boat. In your, you have a boat in your backyard? Really? His house is dope too and it got like the water behind it. But So he rents boats. So I'm, I'm about to get a boat. I don't know if I'm going to get a boat. What's going to have on a boat? Huh? Buy a boat. I want to. We want to see how we can make some money. Hold on. The happiest part of buying a boat is you buy it, you 
Okay. <laughs> well, but he's getting but see, money in the middle. That that's only if you have it for recreation, right? Because and that's what when you hear a lot of people say, "Don't buy a boat because it's it's too expensive to own a boat." Yeah. But that's only if you're out there for your family, right? If it's recreation. Now, if we out there commercially, it's a no brainer. My maintenance on a boat is it ranges from six to twelve hundred dollars. Mm. But look at my prices. We're charging twelve hundred dollars for three hours. You only doing maintenance on a boat every hundred hours. So, say that one more time. Say it one more time. So maintenance is generally so on the on the bow riders, the little ones with the outboard engines yep. is generally around six hundred. On the 600. yacht, okay. I have two engines, so you double it. It's twelve hundred, uh-huh. right? But I charge twelve hundred for three hours. You're only mm. doing maintenance every hundred hours. So I would already ran up thirty, forty thousand before I got to spend six hundred or twelve hundred. So that maintenance is. Out the window. Gotcha. So the boat that you bought for seventy five thousand, how big is it? Thirty foot. Thirty foot boat, and it has how many people? How many people? You can, can fit? you can fit eight comfortable. Eight comfortable. Okay, cool. So let's say today I buy a boat. Today I buy a boat, and then I you're saying I research where I can put the boat. I gotta find a marina that I can. I guess I would ship the boat there. You can ship it there, or yeah, transport it, drive it on the water. Mine came from South Carolina. I found a transporter in U-Ship mm-hmm. and got it shipped to D.C. Got it shipped I think to D.C. I, I think I paid maybe like $1,800. Okay. Got it shipped to D.C. And how do you set... Are there already companies that will rent the boat out for you? There are. And Which, that's, but that's you have you have the company. To do, so I can buy a boat and send it to your company. Yes. And you'll rent it out and it'll be a 60-40 split and you do the maintenance... We do everything. Maintenance, daily operation, everything. So I can buy a boat today, send it to you, and you'll rent out my boat. Yes. And then there's a 60-40 split. Yes. But your boat won't come to D.C. I got 12 people on my waiting list for D.C. Your boat will go into the new market, into Texas. It's a great market. So that's why you're trying to open up Texas. That's why I am opening Texas. That's why you're opening up Texas. It's wide open. I already told y'all how to get the customers. All you got to do is... How many clubs in Atlanta that... Be jumping on 100%, Friday and Saturday. Easy. Same thing like they everyone else is doing. Go out there and tag it. But I didn't get to the, the play that I did last year with COVID. COVID, we had a spike. And that's why you can't, you can't, if you call and try to get a jet ski right now or a boat right now, they're gonna be telling, they're gonna tell you three, four months because everyone went out buying boats or what have you. Mm-hmm. But last year, when they shut DC down, Shy thinking outside the box. All right, let's run this play. And then on top of that, we were we were getting sold out. We were doing three tours a day. We needed to squeeze another one in, right? Mm. And that's why I went to three hours because we were so busy, I had to squeeze another one. So I just took the one hour and it opened up another slot for Got me. You. Oh, instead of three hours, you, instead of four hours, you did right. three hours. So in the, like I said, in the boat, boat industry, four hours is a half day, eight hours is yep. a full day. Mine is three and six. Ah. So... Because the, cl- the DC was shut down and the clubs were closed, Shot did a, a two-hour disco night. You know how much I charged them? How much? $1,000 for two hours. And it sold out like that. We were only doing this on Fridays. We had to do Saturday and Sunday because it was selling out. <laughs> All so right. if we just ran that play, that's what, $12,000 a-, a month. If we just did Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for two hours each at $1,000, that's twelve k in a month. Mm. So those who are working at nine to five, if you want to get a boat <laughs> and you want to work on Saturday night from 10 to 12, get you some $20 Amazon lights, wrap them around that boat, call it a disco light, 
Charge so actually this year we went up. It's twelve hundred now. Gotcha. So you're opening up Texas. We open up Texas. What part of Texas? I, I can't tell you the cities. Why not? Let me get in there first, and then I come back and tell you. Oh, gotcha. Okay, because it's, it's, it's wide open. Okay, I, gotcha. I'll gotcha, let gotcha, you gotcha. know when we get up off of this thing. But I got two cities right now, Texas. But um, I'm also looking at. I have a mentee in Cali. I'm gonna let her do her thing out there. But I'll be going out there just to make sure she's set up. So she has a marina that she. She's ready with. to run the play. Got it. She's ready. We're only two weeks into my mentorship. She's already got six jet skis. So this week, when we get on a call on Monday, we're dissecting her numbers. Because, so the thing that I found on my market research in Cali is there's no company there, but there's at least 20 people who uh, rent out, out their personal, just like the, the, the Toro. Mm. It's, it's, it's quite a few who rent out the personals. However, there's no company there where she's at. That's a good thing. So th- exactly. And not as regular. Now that you say that, I tell people, do not be afraid to go into a market where there's nothing there. Because in D.C., it's monopoly for me because guess what? I'm the only one in D.C. with jet skis, so I control the market. We're charging $120 per hour, but guess what? I can't very well charge $150 an hour because there's nobody there to compete with me. So they have to pay my price. So you control the jet ski market in D.C.? A part of D.C.? What part of D.C.? The entire DMV. Well, I'm not going to say DMV, but D.C., Maryland, the immediate area of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, on the Potomac River, Shaw controls that. If I rent a jet ski, you get paid, D.C.? If you go go to Google right now and type in jet ski rental in D.C., and you tell me what's coming up. <laughs> jet, jet ski rental, D.C. Look, everybody doing it. <laughs> Getmyboat.com. Oh, that's... So that's the platform that I told you about. Okay. But... There you go. Shads and Miracle Boat Jet Ski Rental. And there's no other company. Shad got it on lock. It's Monopoly. So You're open right now. You close at 7 p.m. Yeah. I can see that. I, I just showed you the calendar. They out there working right now. That's wild, bro. Right? So, ladies and gentlemen, that, do not be afraid to go into a market that does not have this. Five years ago, Shans, I was told no. I, I I tried to set this up while I was still in the military. I tried to set this up and the other people told me no, but I didn't stop. I didn't give up. I kept knocking at the door, kept knocking at the door. And, today, and I'm going to tell you how they try to walk me out of it. So in D.C., the, the wharf is what it's called. They have redeveloped the whole strip, right? I got in contact with all of the executives. I went, had a meeting and... The guy, uh, I went in there and, you know, I, I spanked it. I had everything laid out. I had maps. I had SOPs. I had everything laid out. And after that meeting, he was like, bro, like, you're the only one who's walked in here because at least 50 people have walked in here with your idea. You're the only one who's walked in here with the proper insurance, with the game plan, with the equipment, with all this other stuff, right? So he's like, this is all I need from you. I need, I need you to set up contract. I need you to do your, your waivers. Da, da, da. I did everything. Long story short, I did everything. Sent it over to them. They ended up hiring a um, a uh, marina service. They're controlling the marina for, for them. This guy, <laughs> he's not like us. He didn't like the idea. So he gave me the runaround. What he did was, he said, look, it's going to be $4,000 a month for you to, to put them jet skis right mm. here. He thought he was going to run me out. I was like, okay. And on top of that, I need three months in advance. Okay. You need 12K? 
You need the paperwork? Here it is. Drop the bag on him. But guess what? He tried to, He tried something else. Well, you need to do this. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I'm not going to force myself somewhere that I'm not wanted. Because once I get here, then you're going to start really messing with me to kick me out while you still got my money. Because mm-hmm. in the contract, if you get terminated or default and da-da-da, we keep the back end. So I said, you know what? That's cool. I went up the street and I killed it. And the good thing is because, and I hope y'all writing this down, because I was the only one in D.C. with the jet skis, when I put it on, on Google, whenever people went and searched for jet skis, we popped up. Yeah, you go crazy. So when I first started, I wasn't running any ads. I wasn't, my only promotion was street promotion, what I knew from the club, going and tagging cars, word of mouth. But when you use that Google and you type in jet ski running, you like till today, that was a real boss. it was already there. That was a boss move. You're like, you, you said Google, you tell me what you said. <laughs> that was so, hard. and this is why I say, don't be afraid to, to put it out there. Dang. Brandon, let's get a boat, yo. So, let's get a boat. Let's get a boat. <laughs> with, with that being said, don't make the mistake that I made, right? I went out again. This is hard. You got the pictures on here too. This, they are lit <laughs> on these boats. So you got the jet skis, the boats. The, okay. And how many do you have? How many boats you have in DC? So in DC, we have eight. You have eight boats in we DC. We have eight in, in DC. We have how many jet skis? Eight right now. We picking up well, we have six now. We picking up another two on Tuesday. And then I have another two. Speaking of that. I now, because I'm I'm kind of like befriended the GMs, I now buy my jet skis for the price that the dealer pays for them. So yeah. I don't even go in and pay taxes and all that good stuff. I basically walk in. That price that you see online, that's what I pay because the dealer still makes commission off of selling them. Gotcha. So I can now go in. So what I do now, and, and this is this is a way that I scale it, I buy my, my skis every year. So in August or September, I'll put in my order for 2022. Mm-hmm. So with that, I scale it because when you go onto my website, you'll see brand new jet skis. And what do people want to do when they see brand new? They want to come out yeah. and get on a brand new and jet ski. And you'll always have a brand new jet ski. My boy, matter of fact, he's an artist. He hit me today when I landed. He like, bro, I'm trying to go see this other company. I get there. They shit ain't like yours, bro. And he liked that. He like, bro, yours are brand new. I got audio on there. So while you're out there cruising, doing your thing, you got the the music on, and then I can scale. So that one was, I paid 14K for that one. The other one's the Sparks. The the, the bass ones are 120 an hour. With that one, I'm going to charge 300 an hour because you have audio. Not only that, this is also how I I scale it. On the Sparks, you could put two people. It says two people. But when you put two people, it's too much weight. So it ends up capsizing, right? Mm. So to avoid that, we just put it to where you can only do one adult per jet ski. Mm. So if you and your wife come out and you both want to do jet skis on your one, guess what? She has to go get her own. She got to get her own. You're a smart man. You know that? I try, man. Yeah, but now, smart now, man. now that I'm in these rooms with you, with you guys, with the real big bosses, it's about to, it's only going to go up. That's a fact. Because I need, I need. I just, I think about like seriously. I just, I really just think about. Little plays, for example, like I said, with the the Father's Day thing, mm-hmm. when you when you when you and and Neo tell you early, he just kept looking at me early and like, bro, you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just thinking. I really think twenty four seven. That's why I can't sleep some nights because I'm just really trying to run a play. What can I do that I don't have to work hard to make a bag? That mm-hmm. Father's Day thing that was just like that was off the noggin, like. Mm-hmm. 
What father you don't know who enjoys, you know, cigars, and with the cigars comes the whiskey. So, all right, run a play. Mothers, wives, bring your husband out for an hour and a half, $70, you know, ahead. You can come too. So that's a quick 150. We could put 12 people on a boat. You do the math. Shy, man, I appreciate you, my brother. I appreciate Listen, I, you, I, brother. I, I think this is, this is a really, really dope uh, industry because it's new and it seems wide open because you're like scoping out places where you can set up shops. It's so that wide. Is... I put this out, I think it was today or yesterday. Neo and I were on a call last week. He said, Shah, all you got to do is get 200 people in the industry. You'll make a meal off your course. I did the math. I said, Neo... Two hundred. That that that's not enough, baby. I'm trying to get at least a thousand people in the game because there's so much money out here. Yeah. From that, from the research I've done, they're anticipating fourteen point three billion in the boat rental industry within the next couple of years. Where are we at now? This is worldwide. No, I'm saying, what's the numbers now? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I know my numbers. <laughs> they looking good. <laughs> like seriously, like this. I, I don't know if that really sunk in, but this seventy five thousand dollar yacht that I bought. I had already made 50K within the first two weeks before I even got it. If I wouldn't have gotten into my accident, I would have ran that up at least 100, maybe 150. Mm. So I did 300K with just, I did, I did two, I did two, 250 with the Bentley Ponton. When I got the yacht, I did another 50. Sheesh. So we talking, when we get this, these other six going like that, at 60%? With mine on top? Yeah, we good. <laughs> yeah, look, like, I got I to do a, um, I, I, I know we got to wrap it up, but I got to do my, uh, I got to do a commercial real quick. Do you think? I want you to uh, think of something really profound to talk about. Actually, I got one more question before I do that. But this episode is sponsored, you to, sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only organization that gathers every single day, Monday through Friday, for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Did you know that I gather a group of literally over 300 and something people every single morning that I'm teaching entrepreneurs. That's actually how I came across. I actually was in the morning meetup, but really? once my once I'm starting moving around now, I I don't have the time to get on it because right. I'm I'm on calls and I'm moving around. So you I make some time, man. But my girl is on it though. Really? She she's still on it. That's so that's crazy. actually how you know Brilliant. actually David actually pulled up my Instagram and said, all right, you say you do boats, but I don't see that in your bio. That's why it's in my bio, because you told me I need to put that in my bio. I remember that. I told you. Oh, yeah, culture, man. That's what's (laughs) up. So listen, you too (laughs) can get to this bag. (laughs) Go to themorningmeetup.com, okay? We have a book club. We have hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book every single day. We take it one chapter at a time, so we're not reading a whole book. We read a chapter today. Tomorrow morning, we discuss what chapter we read, and we just piece by piece. So literally, I read zero books last year, cover to cover. This year, we read eight, and we're about to read number nine right now. And like, it's hundreds of us from all across the country reading the same book. It's really, really dope. So go to themorningmeetup.com and be a part. You can join for just $1, because I believe in showing the value. You could taste test it. Try it for a dollar. If you like it, you can stay at $79 a month. If you don't, you can just leave. No obligation, um, no commitment, no contracts. All right, so go to themorningmeetup.com and you'll see me and Shad in there. Hey, not only stuff. that, though, David, like, seriously, when I was on there for the, the, the two weeks that I was on it, you were bringing some heavy hitters. Oh, that's what we do. That's a whole network by itself. Like, that $79 that, that, that you pay, it's well worth it. I be trying to tell people, man. See, it's better coming from you than the me. The heavy hitters that selling. you come through. Like, seriously. <laughs> you, I, I forgot the gentleman's name, but he's right there in the DMV. Mm-hmm. It's a whole networking thing. 
Yeah. That's a couple of people from the DMV now that we we stay in contact because of the morning meetup. It's a network, so, man. It's so I got to give you your flowers, sir. You, <laughs> Look, man, Shy, I appreciate you, man, uh, stopping by. This was a dope, dope lesson in uh, a new industry. Not, It's not a new industry. Maybe it's new to us. It's slept on. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't have the, the education about it. We don't have the education. So that's what Shah here for. And that's really dope because you bringing it to the forefront. So please, man, um, let everybody know how they can get it. First off, tell us about the course. What is all or the program? So, What's it all? so in the course, again, you get from A to Z as to how to start it. I break down the different types of engines, the different types of boats. I give you different, a little couple of scale, scaling, meaning uh you didn't even know you can bring real estate to the boat, right? I ain't dropped this yet, but you can also buy houseboats. In D.C., you can rent that houseboat out for $1,500 to $1,600 a month. The good thing about that is your water is about $20 a month. Your electric is about $15 to $20 a month. Mm. Who wouldn't want to pay that, right? Not only that, you can Airbnb it. That's a whole romantic night. Baby, come on, let's go and spend a night Ooh. on the water. I ain't dropped that yet, but that's in the course. Um, not only that, of course, I, I'll show you different ways to scale it. Um, and again, A through Z, as to, by the time you've done the course, you should be able to start your boat rental um, um, company. With the mentorship, we, uh, we have four weeks on Zoom. You get the course with the mentorship. We have four weeks on Zoom. Um, I bring in credit consultant. I bring in uh, Dana Christian, who, who shows you how to get the business funding, because that's how I show you how to get it. We don't, I mean, unless you have to use your personal credit, I'd rather for you use the business credit. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes in. Um, T said he's about to come in and, and show them how to do their taxes. So it's not just me talking about boats. I'm, I'm showing you different ways to scale it. I.e., like I said, with Danielle, she only started with two. You, you're starting too little. You, you're not believing in yourself. Go ahead and get your six, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's more valuable to get the, the mentorship. And I don't say that because it's more, but you get more bang for your buck. Oh, you get a sure. lot more. And my mentorships calls are, um, they schedule for an hour, but I, I probably have gone no less than three hours on every single call that I've done. And I've now done four months of mentorship. So we're nice. talking 12 calls, at least three and a half, four hours. Like I'm being told, hey, get, get up out of there. You're talking right, too right, much. Right. But um, it's a great program. Not only that, if you need me to come out and, and help you set up, I do that. Uh, you got access to me 24-7 on Telegram. I try to respond as much as I can. You can call me. Hey, Shad, I, I, I need some help. Can you help me with this? Um, not only that, it's a bit networking thing. Like the the way it, and the way I, when I first started, I, of course, I only had a couple of mentees. And what I used to do is I used to pair instead of having twenty people in there. I used to pair because not only am are you getting my undivided attention, but you also have somebody that you can bounce your ideas off of, and then you also have someone you can do a joint venture with. Dope, right. Dope, dope. But now we 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 up there. Now I think I got like eighteen eighteen mentees in this um in this mentorship, but. We're all about to take over. Let me get this one play. This one last play. Go for it. Go for it. So I got 18 mentees right now. A lot of them are into the real estate, right? Which means they're doing Airbnb. I told them, I said, look, if all of us could put up 10,000, we could purchase the condo that's by the water already. We already have the boats. We already have the jet skis. We get a nice little Bentley or Rolls Royce, nice little exotic car and run that play. $10,000 a weekend. Ten friends put the, put a thousand dollars up to, together. Hmm, it's a whole play. All right, so you got nineteen mentees because I'm in there, and then I just put my little ten and we lit. Let's go. 
You yes. actually, you actually, and, and I pitched this to one of my mentees. You can actually start your yacht club down there mm-hmm. because a lot of them they don't even want to do anything. What they just want to provide the equipment. So, Kyra from last my last mentorship, I was on the call with her yesterday. She's like, "Shy, I just want to have my own business." I said, "Well, why wouldn't you want to have your own business plus some?" Yeah. And you ain't doing nothing. All you're doing is hiring these high school or college students, paying them minimum wage or a little bit more, and lay back. Enjoy the check. I love it. Oh, last question. Where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Okay, so that we can look back at this interview and say, yo, I taught a shot five years ago. He said he was going to do that five years ago. Look at him. He did it. He's doing it right now. Five to, to be honest with you, I just turned 31 June 8th. 31. I told myself at 35, I was done, right? I have an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old. My son, well, no, he just turned a nine. My son is nine. So he got four more years and he's going to run it. So right now, my kids, they answer the phones. My son, he loves going. He actually, if you look at my my Instagram, you'll see he's out there driving the jet ski by himself. Really? So in four more years, Shad is trying to be on his 72-foot yacht going any and everywhere on that water. I'm trying to go everywhere. So that's where I'm at. I just want to lay back, let my kids do their thing, and enjoy the fruits of my labor. I love it, man. I appreciate you, Shad, man. Please uh, let everybody know how they can get in touch with you, how, how they can uh, get a part of the course or the mentorship. You can follow me on Instagram at Shad underscore Shad, S-H-A-O-D underscore S-H-A-O-D. You click the link in my bio, the very first tab in my link tree is how to make six figures in a boat rental industry course. You click that boot button, you get that course. There it is. All right, look, I need you to close this out with something strong, man. Um, there's somebody watching this. They have no idea. They're, they're you back in the day, okay? You're, you're selling drugs and you're, or you're at a dead-end job. and You just don't see yourself becoming successful. What would you say to that person? Close this out. You know, I get, I get asked that question all the time. Um, and we didn't even get to it, but I came from a single mom uh, who was on drugs and alcohol. So I never allowed my upbringing to interfere with my goals and my future. Um, I always stayed in my own lane. Um, I don't have friends. I, if it's not family, I'm not with anyone. Um, but I tell everyone, keep going. I don't care what you're going through, how you were raised. If you have an idea or goal, stick to it. I don't care the downfalls, just keep going. That consistency thing that we all talk about is real. Mm-hmm. I would... Five months ago, you would not see shot on, on Instagram. But now being consistent, I'm starting to, to, to see more followers. I'm starting to see more people purchase that course. So the answer is to keep going. Never give up, no matter what. And never sit there and, and dwell on the negative. I tell people all the time, you can't pay a light bill tomorrow. There's no point in you sitting there being upset about it. For what? You can't change the situation. But you can't be upset and mad if you're not out there doing anything, especially in today's world. If you're not out there delivering food with Lyft or Uber or driving or, and, and well, I don't have a car. Get your ass on the bike. You can, you can do Grubhub in D.C. using a bike or a scooter. And in D.C., you can rent out bikes. You can rent out scooters. So there's oh, no the excuse yeah. as to why you can't pay a bill because there's so many resources out here to go get it. Continue <laughs> to stay in the right rooms, continue to network, and keep going, baby. But can't close it out no better than that, man. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Go get you some social proof, meaning go build something. And try to remember how you did it, okay? Like, document the journey so that you can take that information back to your community and go teach somebody else. It's the only way our community grows. All right? We are out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. 
Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to the morningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today the morningmeetup.com At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.